Howdy and welcome to Your Why Season 5, Episode 4. Today we got Will back on, um, talking about his personal story, talking about, um, you know, just at a more personal level, I love stories, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about stories related to Plant With Purpose. Um, and same as last time, we're sponsored by the Chapelwood Bookstore. Um, they have partnered with Boomtown Coffee, which is a small local business um, that not only roasts their own bean, but has several retail locations in the Houston area. Their bean is direct sourced as well as ethically produced. Um, I'm still sipping on this iced mocha, um, keeping me refreshed, keeping me... Been, uh, been kind of congested recently so this is great this is helping keep my throat clear right now as we're talking um so, very good yeah so would encourage y'all to go down um go down to the bookstore entrance seven at chapelwood hang out there they've got some new tables they've got new coffee um it's just a great time they've Tell, got great coffee mugs too yeah <laughs> the cups are awesome yes cups are awesome i know they're really cool um so go down there check out the cups um check out the company down there tell bobby and sam that you were sent there by your why i'd love to hear that so but yeah will welcome back thank you very much for having <laughs> me back yes um it's great to have you back and so i was actually just telling will this before we started recording these are my favorite type episodes these are you know, the ones where we can hear more of that personal side of the mission that's happening. It's great to talk about logistics. It's great to talk about what's happening on the ground and understand. Like, I think you have to have that understanding mm -hmm. to be able to understand whenever you hear these stories. Yeah. Uh, more of the, just the robustness of what's happening. Yeah. But this is really great. So I just kind of want to start there. Why are you involved with Plant With Purpose? Why am I involved with Plant With Purpose? Um... I mean, apart from the obvious, which is that I found Plant With Purpose while I was working at St. Martin's, um, you know, so I'll go back to 2019. We were in the process of kind of doing our evaluation of Plant With Purpose uh, as, a, as a church. And so we took a vision trip. We participated in a vision trip to the Dominican Republic. We went to the upper Ozama watershed where we work. Um, and for three days, I got to experience um, what it meant to be a partnering farmer with Plant With Purpose. I got to see every single aspect of their work. Um, the spiritual renewal piece, I got to, got to participate in church. Um, I got to plant seeds on the side of a very steep hill, or tree saplings, not seeds. Um, and I also got to uh, participate in multiple savings groups. And for me, what I, my takeaway from that was just how impactful how transformative the work is at Plant With Purpose as a whole for everybody uh, that participates in the work as a partnering farmer. Um, and so, yeah, I, so this story I tell a lot. I, um, I think I was still in the Dominican and I was having my nightly chat with my wife and, and I was like, I, I really just need to put this out there with you. And she said, what is it? And I was like, well, so if a job ever opens up at Plant With Purpose, I just need you to know I'm going to take it. Uh, or I'm at least going to apply for it and hope they, they will have me. And um, and so a couple years later, you know, end of 2020, Valerie is stepping out of her role as the regional rep into a different role as strategic uh, initiatives. And 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 I was like, this is, this is the moment. This is the opportunity. So, um, but that's kind of like how it happened. The why, my why, um, really I think is rooted in kind of one of our 
foundational spiritual beliefs around our work at Plant With Purpose, which is this, which is, you know, our work, I think we in the West are often very guilty of separating the spiritual from the material, the spiritual Mm -hmm. from the physical, um, kind of separating our spiritual um, activities from our work. Uh, And that is not how the vast majority of people do it. That's not what I experienced when I went to the Dominican Republic. Um, I saw intimately connected, interconnected work that was both spiritual and physical in nature. So it's very incarnational for me. Um, And the fact that Plant With Purpose takes that kind of incarnational kingdom building work here on earth, that imperative that we are here to build up the kingdom of God. um, I just took that to heart as, you know, it just really spoke to me. Um, And so that is why one of the main reasons why uh, when an opportunity came up to join Plant With Purpose, I did, um, is because they are doing such a good job of connecting the spiritual with the physical. And, you know, obviously we talked about it in the last episode, like one of the other reasons is because the outcomes are so good. Like we see so much, so many, like the data really drives a narrative of transformation across our programs, across our over 54,000 partnering families. Um, but it really is all rooted first in this kind of like spiritual space, which is that, you know, the work is just, we're called to care for creation by God. Um, and I think Plant With Purpose does it about as well as anybody else. So when I had the opportunity, I jumped. So that's why I'm at Plant With Purpose. <laughs> that's such a great answer. And that's so, so I think it's funny that you say that because right now, um, I'm not sure by the time this airs, but, uh, Right now, we're in a series of spiritual disciplines and how we act them out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and our head pastor, John Stevens, a couple of weeks ago was talking about the incarnation um, and how that like just being in the flesh is something we're called to do. And so I think it's really cool that, you know, to hear that and then, you know, just to relate that to what you're saying right now about the idea that the spiritual and the material that, you know, those are connected and that we're not, those aren't two separate. Like I think you're right. There are times we very much want to separate those two. We want to have them each in their own box, but really there, I mean like Jesus came in the flesh to do his mission. Right. Right. Um, and you're right. I mean, playing with purpose is such an, you know, it's so awesome to see tangibly the mission being done by Plant With Purpose and just all that's being done. And so that's so neat to yeah. hear. Um, and what a great point. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Kind of what I want to turn it over to now is giving you an opportunity to kind of share a couple stories, one, two, or however, whatever's on your heart of just like maybe that you've experienced or that you've heard from someone within the organization of the work being done there, mm-hmm. um, the, the transformational work that you were just talking about. Yeah. Sure, sure. So I'll tell you uh, very quickly, I'll touch on, um, there's a gentleman named Juan Bolivar. Um, who I met while I was on my trip in 2019 to uh, the Dominican Republic. And he told us a story about how he had gone to Santo Domingo and how so many young men in his village migrated to Santo Domingo, which is several hours away from the Ozama watershed where they lived, um, to try and make ends meet because they felt like there was nothing for them uh, in, on their farms back, back home. Uh, and of course they made it to Santo Domingo and there was incredible competition. And oftentimes they found themselves incapable of really, um, 
being able to support and make enough money to send back to their family to support the needs of their family and themselves while they're living in Santo Domingo. So, you know, he came back and started working the land as a partner with Plant With Purpose. And he walked us across, he has three hectares, and he walked us across the three hectares. And, and he was talking about, he showed us the, the most developed one first, which he'd been working for five years. And then he showed us the next one, which had been he'd been working on for about three years. And then he showed us the most recent one, which was less than a year old, as far as having been worked on. And you know, just to see the pride and um, the hope in his story um, and, and, and the hope that he had and the ability to care for and provide for his family just based off of what he is growing and building in his community. Um, that for me was, that has stuck with me. Like I can still, I, I can still just, I can close my eyes and imagine just walking across his land and listening to him as he's cutting down one of his cacao, uh, uh, seed pods and, and cutting it open for us to like try and just the pride in which he was sharing um, the abundance of, of his harvest as a result of partnering with our work. It just, it just, it's, it's stayed with me um, ever since. But we also, you know, so, so that's a story that I got to experience while I was out on a trip. Um, but one of the things that we do that's, that, that is so good is that our country directors are always looking for stories of transformation from our partnering farmers. And uh, the other one that I wanted to share, because um, I just found it a couple weeks ago and it, it's a relatively new story. Uh, it's from Emmeline um, and she is one of our partnering farmers in, the, in Burundi, in our Burundian program. Um, and this is gonna hit the highlights. So she was married for about 18 years before her husband abandoned her. Uh, she had some young children at the time. Um, and, and she talked about how day and night she worked so hard to feed and clothe her kids and make sure that they got an education and how it was so difficult because the only source of her income was traditional agriculture, uh, which didn't really bring in enough income to even cover their basic family needs. Um, and this is what she said specifically. She said, I was poor and unsuccessful and bitter. My life was defined by heartbreak, anxiety and disappointment. I had little hope that I could ever recover. Um, and then she says, my hope came back when I started working with Plant With Purpose. She got hooked up into one of our purpose groups, which is how we deliver our curriculums across the three areas of economic empowerment, spiritual renewal, and uh, environmental restoration. Uh, and so she was like, through those purpose groups, I got to have close friends again. Um, she said she got access to small loans that she could use towards uh, diversifying income generating opportunities. And ultimately that sparked a shift in her, not only her practices and farming methods, but um, the way she managed what she received. Uh, and ultimately she started different adventures. So she's got a, an eggplant farm now and an amaranth plot. She still takes those eggplants to market. Um, but it's just one of the ways that she has created a broader and wider source of income for herself. Um, additionally, she's learned how to employ all of the sustainable agricultural practices that we've got, uh, that we educate them on. So like crop mulching, agroforestry, composting, and, and a big one for uh, a lot of our rural farmers, because they're, they're typically farming really steep pieces of land is um, creating erosion barriers. Um, and ultimately, she's been able to double the size of her harvest as a result of what she's created. Um, and, and this is how she says her faith has been put into action. 
because she's able to dedicate more time to her church uh, and her family activities, knowing that all of it was in the service of God. Um, and this is the last thing she says, and I'll stop her story here. It's that my faith in God enabled me to forgive and to heal the wounds that my husband left me with when he left me alone with the children. I recognize that Jesus is my faithful friend who never fails me when I'm in distress. Mm. Um, and yeah, that just for me kind of encapsulate what, encapsulates what our hope is for all of our partnering farmers, which is this kind of idea of transformation, um, that they can find hope uh, in Jesus Christ, that they can find um, transformed identity uh, in, in their creator uh, and in their work, that they can find dignity in what they're doing. And that, you know, like Juan Bolivar and, and Emmeline, they, they had dignity and, and hope in the work that they were doing, that they could, mm. you know, stay in their community, stay with their family uh, and still be able to provide. Yeah. So uh, that's the other story that I really have. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. the other story. I mean, that's so, I mean, I love this time just because to hear, I mean, again, something that we can in the church and in missions can get really wrapped up and forget about is that there are actual people that like, these are people with life stories that we're serving. Right. Yeah. And it's not just a number that we're talking. Like whenever we talk about the, you know, the percentage of people that this is getting out of poverty or right. how many um, farmers that we're working with. Right. Like, those aren't just numbers behind right. each one of those numbers is a story and, and a living being who's yeah. walked through a lot in life. And we're, you know, I think something that you, I really like that you talked about was like just the dignity that this brings. Right. Right. That they can feel like they're, they're human again and that they have value. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, really like obviously the mission work we're doing is to help a lot of physical needs right now in the moment, a lot of material needs as you were talking about, right. but the spiritual aspect of like, we're also doing this because we understand that this life isn't the end. Right. You know, that there, there's, there's the spiritual aspect afterwards and to yeah. be able to bring them in and to help them understand, um, and to be able to help and serve with them in the now, but also prepare them like, Hey, you know, we, we have a hope that's beyond the right. current living situation that we're in. And, right. um, to hear about that transformation that's happening is so amazing. And so just encouraging and energizing for me to hear. Well, good. Yeah. Good. I'm so, glad to hear it. Yeah. So it's awesome. Good stuff. Well, um, as we're kind of wrapping down, um, mm -hmm. is there anything else that, um, that from plant with purpose that people that are listening, um, you know, just how they can get involved, how they can, um, continue to learn about what y'all are doing. Um, I mean, is there monetary wise ways people can jump in and help? And yeah, help? I mean, so the the thing I will say about this, this is I, I got two more things. I don't know how much time we got. So hey, if we need to wrap it. it up. No, go for um, it. But, you know, the the thing about Emmeline's story for me is that, as you say, it, it is all about it. It, it, it it's, it's puts a soul and a face and a story with the numbers. Yeah. Um, but it also reminds us that we always want to. Um, we want to find those stories, but we also want to know that we are able to replicate those, which is why we just wrapped up a really big triennial impact evaluation. We go out every three years uh, to make sure that Emmeline's story is not the exception. It is more the rule. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, we just wrapped up our latest impact evaluation, and that has seemed to show us that, that Emily, that is true, that Emily's story is, is more common to our partnering farmers than not. And in some cases, Partnering farmers have even more success uh, financially uh, than than Emmeline has, um, but 
you know, we, I'll say this. So that, all that means is that we are really trying to step out uh, and increase our impact. So right now we work with about a little over 300,000 direct participants. We work in about 41 watersheds. We work in eight countries. Um, we have been incredibly lucky to be growing very significantly and are ready to scale up our operations um, so that by 2025, we're going to be working in 10 countries and we're going to be working with just over or just under 900,000 individuals. Um, in order to do that, obviously, we need people who feel moved by our work to want to come alongside and support us. You know, it takes right now the current cost to support one farmer for a year is $25. Uh, that gives them a year's worth of access to our three educational modalities. Um, to support a family, it's $125. So if, if anybody is listening to this and is feeling moved to support our work uh, financially, absolutely go to Plant With Purpose, www.plantwithpurpose.org. I think Evan said it'll be in the, in the notes down at the bottom. Um, and, and sign up to get more information, to start supporting a family uh, or an individual. We would love to have you um, because, you know, for us, we know that our model works. We know that what we're doing is changing lives like Emmeline's and like Juan Bolivar's. Um, and we just want to reach as many individuals who are trapped in poverty as we can. Um, I'm going to close with this. Uh, about four out of five individuals who are trapped in poverty are living in a rural context. And of those, the vast majority of them rely on agriculture to survive. Um, I think the latest estimates are that about 800 billion people still live in extreme poverty around the globe. Um, and again, the vast majority of them are rural subsistence farmers. And, you know, advances in agriculture are one of the best ways to reduce global poverty. Um, and we've seen over the last 20 years that about a billion people have been lifted up out of poverty as a result of these agricultural interventions uh, and innovations. Um, but... Since the COVID-19 COVID pandemic, we've also seen that for the first time in about 20 years, we've seen that that downward trend move in the wrong direction. So estimates are that in 2020 and or 2021, at least 100 million people will return to extreme poverty as a result of COVID-19 disruptions. And I think one of the things that Plant With Purpose does really well is allows for people to uh, be more resilient to those types of shocks, those types of disruptions. Uh, which is why we want to get our model out to as many partnering farmers as we can around the globe. Um, so yeah, I would love for people to come alongside and partner with us. Um, like Chapelwood's been doing since 2018. Like we're just, we can't do our work. Um, we can't support our partnering farmers without uh, people in the United States wanting to come alongside and partner with us uh, at the same time. So yeah, you can reach out to Evan and you, he can connect you with me. Um, or you can go to plantwithpurpose.org uh, and find us that way. But yeah. yeah, please, we'd love to have you. Yeah, would really encourage y'all uh, go check one of those out. I mean, just just educate yourself, and if you feel that nudge, if you feel that pull from God that this is something you need to be involved with, listen to that. Um, don't ignore it. So yeah, as we wrap down this episode, as always, people make sure that you're subscribed to us, make sure that you're following, um, you like our videos, that you share them. Um, 
that you're following us on Instagram at Chapelwood underscore UMC underscore serving and on Facebook at CUMC serving. We're also on YouTube and TikTok. If you just search your why Chapelwood, um, would love for y'all to share it there. Um, and would just encourage y'all again today that, um, go and just, if you feel that nudge, click on the link in the description, go to their website, learn more, watch one of their videos, um, I'm not saying that you have to go write the check, that you have to go do that, but just just see where that goes. Continue to pray on that. Continue to seek it out. And if you didn't, go ahead and go watch last week's episode um, where Will talks more about what's happening with Plan With Purpose in Haiti. Um, and you, even if you want to go back to season two, episode one, and listen to um, a more in-depth conversation about Plan With Purpose as a holistic organization, go check that out as well. Um, and as always, people, go and find your why. <laughs>